This is the Build Your Path podcast, where we explore how people get into their careers in the built environment. Today's guest is Tebow Mannequin. Tebow is a partner with Seawall, a real estate company based out of Baltimore, Maryland. He believes in reimagining the real estate development industry so that the built environment empowers communities, unites our cities, and helps launch powerful ideas. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Harkins Builders, building exceptional. Welcome on into the Build Your Path podcast, hosted by myself, Matthew Pine. I am with my guest today, Tebow. So I work for Seawall Development. The coolest thing I've done in my career has been when we've had the opportunity to break into old abandoned buildings mm-hmm. that we've had interest in redeveloping, and they've been totally locked up and boarded over. And just driven by curiosity, we found our way in through an old fire escape and got to kind of walk around those buildings uh, mm-hmm. without anybody knowing we were in there to explore them in their natural state. So, Tiwa, if you want to walk through, uh, you know, with our guests, how you got here, what pathway did you follow in your early life? Yeah, so thanks for having me, Matt. I'm sure. really excited to be here. I was born and raised in Baltimore. And when I graduated from college, I had the opportunity to live abroad for about six years, where I helped to start a nonprofit called Peace Players. And the idea is that we would go to war-torn countries and we would use sports to get kids from two sides of a conflict, uh, meeting each other, finding common ground, and hopefully over time becoming friends. Um, Through the travel and through the work that we did, I really got to understand the divides that exist around the world mm-hmm. um, and interesting and creative ways to bridge those divides. And I also gained a real appreciation for how divided our own city of Baltimore and our own country were with the juxtaposition that I was able to see. Yeah, definitely, definitely rings true today still. Uh, who would you say has been uh, a major mentor in your life? Look, I've been so lucky. Um, I mean, there's so many. The number one person that always comes to mind as a mentor is my father. Um, Mm -hmm. He's just such a hero of mine. He's always led by example. Um, He's never preached to us or told us how things should be done. He's always just been his own wonderful, humble um, self. And it's been amazing to watch him it's been amazing to work with him. We've been working together for the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. But um, I've also had the opportunity to surround myself with some amazing people. Freeman Rabowski from UMBC. Yeah. I've, I love learning from Ron Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a big baseball guy. I'm sure you know yep. Ron. Yep, of um, course. He uh, was really instrumental in helping us get the Peace Players program off the ground. Mm-hmm. Bart Harvey um, from Enterprise, uh, who was a protege of the late Jim Rouse, has always been somebody that I've learned a lot from. And even guys like Eddie Brown um, from Brown Capital Management um, have just been so inspiring and uh, p- paving the way forward for so many of us. What do you see as some of the more pressing issues that the built environment industry faces or maybe the workforce as a whole? Look, the real estate industry's biggest challenge is understanding the new norm. 
especially mm-hmm. given the corona pandemic. Nobody has any idea what the built environment is going to be moving forward. What uh, what do restaurants look like? What does retail look like? What do office spaces look like? What do living spaces look like? Everything. What do airports look like? Um, so, you know, our most pressing issue, which is hard to accelerate because none of us have the answers and they change daily, is what that new norm is going to be. Um, how can we design and build in a way that is um, relative today? Um, and uh, wrapping our arms around that is our biggest challenge and our biggest opportunity. And I know we alluded to this earlier, but what would you say the coolest thing or the most unique thing you've ever done in your career? Yeah, we've done some been really, really lucky with the work that we've done, you know, mm-hmm. around providing uh, discount apartments for teachers and collaborative office space for nonprofits um, and launch pads for chefs and community driven retail. Um, and I alluded to this in the intro, but one of my favorite memories has always been breaking into those old abandoned buildings. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we love the historic buildings and breathing a new life back into them. Right. I'll never forget. We were visiting a project down in New Orleans. We were going to try to do a teacher housing project down there like we'd done here in Baltimore. Um, and this was just after Hurricane Katrina. It was probably like nine months after Katrina, maybe 12 months. And there was no way to get into this building. The brokers had taken us around and showed us all these uh, these buildings that were on the market. But as we were weaving our way through uh, the Lower Ninth Ward, we saw this building. Um, and it was an old school. And it was clearly vacant. Nobody had been in there for what felt like years. Uh, and we found an old fire escape and snuck up and were able to like pry open a window. And when we got into the building... On the chalkboard, they still had chalkboards back then. On the chalkboard <laughs> was the lesson plan of dated the day before the hurricane. And wow. it was just this surreal experience um, that no one had been in that building since then. Um, but uh, we found some cool old artifacts and some amazing history um, when we're able to get into the buildings before anybody else can. What would you say brings you joy to your work? You know, why do you get up every morning and do what you do? So I love deeply listening. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's been really important to us at Seawall is using buildings mm-hmm. to help others realize their dreams. So our job and the thing that brings me the most joy is just going into community and listening to what has worked and what has not worked Um, And then working hand in hand with the people that these projects affect the most to design and program and build them in a way that's going to really work for them. And I know you mentioned this earlier. You said, you know, coming out of school, you were working with kids and in sports, trying to bring them together, closer together. Uh, Are you passionate working with younger people? Yeah, the next generation is the future. Mm -hmm. Um, We love working with younger people. Um, I'd say that half of our office today is under the age of 25 and the fresh perspective they bring, which is totally different than ours, Mm -hmm. really helps to move conversations forward. Um, that younger generation challenges the status quo, um, is always pushing back on things and that difference of opinion leads to really healthy and sometimes complicated conversations sure um but yeah we 
Um, we love engaging with uh, with young people across the board in everything that we do. And say a young person came up to you today and they asked, you know, what you do, how can they do the same job, what would you tell them? So I'm lucky. I get that question all the time. I'd mm -hmm. say once a week I'm having some sort of an informational interview with a young person who's yeah. really interested in getting into real estate. And I tell them that it's one of the hardest industries to get into. Um, mm -hmm. And that in order to get into it and in order to really understand it, you should be prepared to understand all aspects of it. So if you want to be a developer one day, don't start as a developer. It's actually unlikely that you would get hired as one. Go in and take two years, take a job for two years um, leasing office space. Um, mm -hmm. Take two years working in the property management division of a real estate company. Take a couple years and work in construction. Take yep. a couple years and work in asset management. So by the time you're, if you're talking to me at 21, by the time you're 30 years old, you've had nine or 10 years of amazing wraparound experiences that encompass everything that goes into development. Um, and you'll have a much better understanding for the complete process, which makes you incredibly marketable at that point. And what are more, uh, some of the more rewarding aspects of your job in terms of lifestyle? Look in, in development, you get to be incredibly creative, mm -hmm. right? And, and that's, one of the pieces that I love the most, you know, to a certain extent, you're dealing with blank slates um, and a ton of moving parts. Um, and the creativity behind that is something that's always been, been really inspiring. I also love the flexibility of the job. I mean, it's, it's a 24 hour a day job and it never turns off. So you've got to be aware of that and shut it down when you need to. Mm -hmm. um, but that's one of the, things that I just feel so blessed about this work that we're doing is an extension of life. You sure. know, it's everything that we love. It's driven by our purpose, the reason that we exist on this planet. Um, and when you have that, when you're able to wake up every day and you literally can't wait to figure out what's going to be on, uh, on tap for the day. Um, it's a really beautiful feeling and not knowing what's on tap for the day is also really cool. I mean, <laughs> it's a, constant curveball, um, amazing highs and remarkable lows. Um, and, you know, just being able to navigate that and uh, uh, makes it all super exciting. Great. Well, as a bit of a, a wrap up for you, I uh, wanted to give you the chance to plug your podcast and website larger than yourself. Yeah, thanks, Matt. So, yeah. um, you know, we've learned so much from people over the years through listening, as I said in the beginning, and I've just launched a website and a platform called Larger Than Yourself. It's largerthanyourself.com. And it's a collaborative space for brave people to share how they're helping to turn small ideas into powerful and impactful movements. Every week, we release one or two new stories featuring people from all over the world who are out there reimagining industries, challenging the status quo, leading with their purpose. Um, and it's, we've been going for about a month now. It's been really fun to see come to life. There's a podcast component to it as well, but really encourage anybody that's interested in being super inspired to take a minute and have a look. Yeah, it was excellent. I actually lately listened to the first episode with Devin Allen. Um, 
He's a photojournalist, and actually at the time when he was interviewed, had one cover of Time, and now he has two covers of Time. So pretty, yeah. spe- pretty special stuff. Yeah, Devin's story is so inspiring, um, and the work that he's doing in Baltimore and really across the country at this point um, is uh, when you talk about leading the next generation, uh, his, uh, his work is, is critical. Absolutely. Well, Tebow, we certainly appreciate your time. Good man, Matt. Thank you for making the time. Thank you for the questions uh, and uh, look forward to it. Absolutely. Appreciate it. If you want to learn more about Build Your Path podcast or the boat environment overall, go ahead and visit buildyourpath.org. Another big thank you to our guest, Tebow Manikin from Seawall. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Harkins Builders, building exceptional. Build Your Path podcasts are produced by the Maryland Center for Construction, Education, and Innovation. I'm Matt Pine. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.